Welcome into the Hustle Show podcast, simulcast live on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. I am Drew Martin, joined by Kelly in Vegas, Chris Thurston, Adam Trigger. We got Clay Travis joining us in just a couple minutes. And like always, guys, we are presented by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva Tequila Seltzer. Go to their website right now, vivatequilaseltzer.com, and you can order to any of the continental 48 states shipped right to your house. This stuff is good, guys. Our flavors pair perfectly with our intestinal Blanco tequila first, subtle and refreshing drinks going around the horn. Welcome them in. First up, Kelly Stewart, follower on Twitter at Kelly in Vegas. Kelly, welcome in the show. Happy to have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We run it a little long. We when we get KIV's presence here, always happy to have her. And uh Chris Thurston at CTBet16. Welcome in, buddy. How you feeling? Jamar and Betts, always uh, feeling good when I'm on this show with you guys and see your faces. You you brighten my my day every time I see you, Jamar and Betts, and looking forward to seeing you in March. And uh, just a little sad that we're, we only have three football games left here. But um, got March Madness, the conference tourneys uh, on the way, and we got two, probably two and a half months of great college hoops to look forward to. So uh, away we go in the championship week. Absolutely. College basketball taking center stage. NFL playoffs as well. And guys, we do have a nice dinner in Las Vegas, some content planned and a guy that might be paying for a little happy hour action. Adam Trigger. Welcome in, buddy. How you feeling? Drew, I'm feeling great. You know, it, it, it is what it is. Alabama blew a huge lead and I lost that bet, but I waived the, the, the I'm having such a good football season, Drew, and hopefully basketball is going to catch up. That I waive the cap. We're gonna go nuts in happy hour. Hopefully, there maybe you know my goal is to get some people just blacked out. They don't make the dinner. Save Kelly a few bucks. But uh, yeah, we're gonna go nuts in happy hour. It's gonna be a great time. Uh, I have four straight. Uh, finally, on a little bit of a college hoop winning streak. Um, so hope we can keep that going tonight. Um, and yeah, it's it should be a fun couple months. You know, it sucks that football is almost over, but. Uh, February, March are probably my two favorite months of the year. I'm a college hoop guy, especially March. Doesn't get better, so a lot to look forward to. Absolutely. We do have a lot to look forward to. And, and to tell you the truth, Trig, you know, I'm either going to go with tequila or beer, however I'm feeling that day, you know, just their house tequila and soda. So really, you got to talk with Kelly and, and CT on if they're going like some high wine or something like that. Oh, that might cost <laughs> well, you. Uncle, Uncle Ben's going to be there. So the first answer is, He's going to be drinking martinis with blue cheese stuffed olives that are like $26. <laughs> and then we're probably right after that going to get a couple of bottles of wine while we wait for our table. If I had to guess the progression, that's what it's going to be at least every other time I've ever been there. That's how it's went down. But Kel, ben, Benny might not. He's one that's on the front. He might not make it to dinner. He doesn't know. He, yeah, he might, he's call. the one that teeters on the edge. So Yeah, he's usually yeah. like. Plus two dollars to like make it to dinner, and then minus one twenty five to make it through dinner. <laughs> we're we're yeah. going to dinner on the first night we get there. So no, we're not. I, we're going to dinner on Saturday night. Oh, it's going to be oh, okay. yes. Because I have oh, a, he's I have a proxy not going to make it. Oh no, it's going to be bad. It's going to be all oh. day drinking in the book and then dinner. Yeah, no chance he's... he makes it. None. Saturday night's the night. Okay, good to know. So guys, okay. stay tuned for that on Twitter. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a, 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 some content there and some fun stuff to watch. Maybe some side bets as well. But Trig, any final words there? And throw it over to you for uh, the recap segment as we open it up. Yeah, we'll get right into it. Um, not the best show for us last week. Uh, it's like we, we've been kind of rolling along. 
kind of the first dud in a while, like overall. Um, big game breakdown. I think we were all wrong. Yep, we were. CT had Bucks, Alabama. You know, we, we, we've beat that one to death at this point, blowing that big lead. And then Mississippi State, Florida went over. Um, Kelly Sharp card split. Uh, Titans, tough loss for them. But the, uh, the Bills Chiefs uh, went well over. That was about as easy as it, as it gets right there. Uh, the Walrus had a tough week for the first time in a while. 0-4. Oh, uh, maybe, you know, maybe he should lose the suit and sweater vest or whatever the hell it was that he came on with last week because it did not work for him. they call him Pastor Pat? Is that what we call <laughs> yeah. him? Yeah. We, need, we need Walrus back. Pastor Pat went 0-4 last week. So oh we, need the, we need the Walrus back. We just need we need him, like, firing picks out from his bed. Like, this, this new... This new Patrick that's ready to go in a suit, tie, or the hair parted. That can't we got we need the we need the walrus that the we need Wally back. Anyway, can't even talk. Um best bets one and three, but you know, we know who won. We know CT won his. Uh the whole world knows at this point uh that Chris won his best bet last week with the Chiefs. Uh the one thing that did come through on the show uh was the sharp college hoop segment, two and oh, Boston University and TCU, and then Kelly added. Uh, TCU is a little bonus best bet. So uh, that's good. Hopefully we can pick up some steam in that section as it is going to be lots of college hoops going forward. And uh, I'll, I'll have another sharp play from the same group a little later in the show. So something to look forward to. Okay, good stuff, Trig. And now we got big game breakdown here, guys. And with college basketball, actually we've got a happy hour special here starting with Tennessee and Florida um, early. But a lot of 7 p.m.s, a lot of 8 p.m. So I'll just get after it here. In the ACC, I like an underdog. That's the the U, the Miami Hurricanes, guys. Jim Laranega, well-coached team, catching five, four and a half anyway. Um, look, they lost two games to FSU, kind of had their number each by one, just one point, and they're a top-20 offensive efficient team, and they're going up against Virginia Tech here. Granted, it is in Blacksburg, but Virginia Tech's lost two straight, five of their last seven, so the ACC opponents have not been kind to Virginia Tech, and in my opinion, Miami – a top three program in the ACC, top three basketball team right now. And they've already gone on the road, beat Duke, beat Penn State. So they played well on the road. I like the Canes here, plus the points in Blacksburg. That's uh, my big game breakdown. CT bets, um, what you got, man? What game are you looking at? Yeah, so I'm going to break down the, the Marquette-Seton Hall game. But I wanted to, to let everybody know, I, I got a text uh, about 30 minutes ago saying that Lofton's going to play tonight for the Bonnies. I don't know if Trigg's heard anything but i bet a minus two and a half it looks like it ticked to three um he hasn't played since early december when he got hurt versus the citadel he's their best player um they're on the road here laying the short number to george mason do what you will with that um but i'm gonna break down the marquette seaton hall game here and i'm gonna bite drew martin bets and i'm taking the ranked dog getting the points it's it's not my style it's not usually the way i bet usually i'd be all over the unranked team laying the points to the ranked team at home. But this Marquette team, they really, I've really started to like them as of lately. Shaka Smart really has this team kind of firing on all cylinders. Tonight they're going for their seventh straight win. I was on this game, the same game played wild card weekend, and I was on Seton Hall. It was a pick em game at Marquette, and obviously we all know how that ended. Uh, Seton Hall fouled with about .1 seconds left. Somebody for Marquette going to the to the rack, uh, and they won by by two or, or one by a couple free throws. I can't remember what it was one or two, but it was the last second here. Um, but Drew Martin bets. I think these teams are very equal 
And I just think that the six is a little too many here. So I'm biting. I'm going to take Marquette plus the points to, to have them stay with inside the number. The Seton All team plays no defense and they're struggling to score. Um, and it looks like Bryce Aiken, is their best player, he's been out since the first time they played a couple weeks ago. He's questionable tonight. And if he's still out, they're going to struggle to score even more. So I'm taking the points with the Marquette Golden Eagles plus the six points. Marquette plus the uh, the six back there. Good analysis at CT Bets. Uh, Trig, we got two dogs. Where are you going with your big game breakdown? Well, Drew, I got another dog first. I just want to follow up on a couple of things CT said. Yeah, I don't hate the Bonnies with Lofton back. Thought think they're probably the right side there. Uh, and uh, Aiken had a huge game in that Seton Hall Marquette game the first time. Uh, so, and, and like Chris said, he's been out since, so they could miss him. We've talked about this on this show a number of times, Marquette, scrappy dog. So I agree with CT. And I've got another dog that I think is going to win outright, and that's the Ole Miss Rebels plus four uh, hosting Arkansas tonight. Uh, listen, they Ole Miss just beat Florida on Monday. I kind of thought, okay, maybe they're going to be overvalued after that win, but that's just, just not the case. This is uh, this is too many points here. Uh, Arkansas, good team, but as it, as it goes every year, this team is never good on the road, and that's the case again this year. Eleven and two at home, one and two on the road, and the one road win that they had was a, a really tough spot for LSU, where they didn't have Xavier Pinson. So even a little grain of salt. For Arkansas, uh, Arkansas's one road win. I think Jarkel Joyner being out, not quite a big deal as it's being made of anymore. He's been out since January 8th. Ole Miss, I mean, we're it's now January 26th. They've played a number of games without him. They figured out how to play without him. Uh, listen, Ole Miss took Tennessee to overtime. They blew out Mississippi State. They beat Auburn for a half, really probably deserved to cover in that game. Uh, Auburn kind of pulled away late. And then um, uh, on Monday, they crushed Florida. Uh, I think Ole Miss still has this is a this is a, an upswing team in my opinion. They've got a couple guys that just have not played to potential yet this year. Uh, I like them here. I think they're going to win this game, but I'll take the four if they're going to give it to me. So Ole Miss plus four, big game breakdown. Hotty toddy over woo pig suey. Two of the better slogans in the SEC <laughs> going at it. Kelly, I'll tell you, do you have a big game breakdown you want to go or, or wait until best bets? I do. I was debating on which uh, game on Twitter I wanted to give out, but I, I'm just going to keep it simple. CT kind of mentioned a uh, a little angle, if you will, taking the worst team, laying points at home versus the ranked team, and uh, that is Oklahoma State, ten and eight on the season, laying three and a half over a pretty solid Iowa State team, fourteen and five on the year. But are they that solid? This is a Cyclones team I bet against a couple of weeks ago with Texas Tech. They got the cover. And then uh, we saw what happened in Lubbock. Texas Tech beat the crap out of them. TCU beat the crap out of them. They have dropped six of their last eight. This is not a solid team. And, and that's no disrespect to the Cyclones, but they didn't play anybody really to start the year. Sure, they had a nice win over Xavier. Sure, they had a nice win over Iowa. But outside of that, Jackson State, Chicago State, Grambling State, Alabama State, give me a break. This team hasn't really played anybody. And now that they're in Big 12 play, they're getting absolutely smoked. Oklahoma State, really solid defense. And while I don't love their style of play, they can push the tempo from time to time. So I do expect them to do that. And I think that gives them the ability to be able to pull ahead here late in this one. So I did lay the three and a half, even though it was not the best number available. CT and I talked about this on Saturday. I'm kind of done trying to get this best of the number because even when I do, somebody gets announced out for COVID. 
a late injury pops up. And, you know, last night was the first night that it was actually in my favor with Sparty. I had four and a half with Sparty. Uh, Illinois player gets announced out. 45 minutes. Lion drops two and a half points. I thought it was uh, going to be the uh, CLB trophy for the ages because at one point in time, Sparty was down 20. Luckily, they came roaring back, lost the game by one uh, due to a missed free throw. I haven't cheered for a missed three free throw in a really long time, but I will take it and uh, just be happy there that I got to catch that ticket. Uh, but, yeah, I am on the Cowboys tonight, lane three and a half. All right, good breakdown there, Kelly. And, Kelly, one thing I want to ask you, and CT Bets, you know, this weekend we got the SEC Big 12 Challenge, guys, which is, I, I love this stuff when these conferences yeah. step out and play each other. Uh, some really good matchups. And actually with Kent State, or excuse me, Kansas State and Baylor just playing last night and played well to the under 74-49, uh, Baylor winning that. I guess, Kelly, coming to you first, like how do you view Kansas State going forward? Do you think Bruce Weber can kind of turn this around? I mean, they've had a rough start. Big 12 play. <sighs> They've had a rough go, right? And then uh, they surprised everybody, beat Texas Tech. Uh, they played KU tough, but not tough enough. You, you got to play front to back, top to bottom, if you're going to actually beat KU. And they couldn't do it. And I saw the writing on the wall. I think they were up 13 and a half, and it was just really frustrating. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of bad calls on both sides. Uh, Big 12 refs just have been absolutely atrocious. And then last night, Dave Koken texted me. He goes, hey, I'm going to be on Baylor. And I looked at it. I felt like I was a little late, and it was absolutely the right side, right? K-State just got smoked yeah. in a, what I would call down a letdown spot, or however you ever like to say it, they lost that Kansas game twice. So this is not a K-State team that I'm super in love with. They do play Old Miss on Saturday. Texts uh, Barstool Mincy. He's an Old Miss guy. He said, hey, we got to have some sort of side bet. Here he goes, ugh. Both of our teams suck. I'm like, well, I feel like your team sucks less than mine. Uh, and the problem is, is both of those teams are pretty similar on paper. That being said, they can pull off some big wins. They can shock the world, but they're not going to make the tournament. They're not anything to really write home about. So to answer your question about K-State, I'd love to see them move on from Bruce Weber. And that's not me trying to be mean. That's just me being honest. I'd like to see some new blood in Manhattan. But, you know, prior to Frank Martin, we had uh, – Bob Huggins for just a very short period of time. We inherited Frank Martin from that, which was excellent. And, uh, you know, Bruce Bruce does what Bruce does well, right? And that is mediocrity. And uh, I don't know who we're going to get that's any better. And that's my problem. And that's why I don't know how we move forward from there. And, and Kelly, some of the problem, I think, is just how good the Big 12 is. You know, you beat Texas, you beat Texas Tech, two top 20 teams in the country. It's just the Big 12 is is deep, you know, similarly to the SEC. So that's why I think if they could put some wins together and Ole Miss being one of them, I think they got an outside shot at making the tournament. You know, look, they've got a couple of uh, winnable games left, right? You're right. They have a shot to beat Ole Miss. They should be able to play Oklahoma State tough at home in theory, right? Uh, TCU is pretty scrappy, as we've talked about Baylor several times. Uh, at Iowa State, looks like a big old loss to me. Home to West Virginia. It's just a lot of that back and forth roller coaster. I think they're going to yeah. have to go on a run here, and I just can't see that from this team right now. Uh, you've got to capitalize on some of those wins. And if you've noticed, when they lose a game, they lose about four in a row. When they win a, ga win a big game, it's very rare that they're able to capitalize on that. But you're right, they did get those two nice back-to-back -back wins over a couple of schools from Texas. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how things go the next couple of weeks. Uh, kind of got into it with some K-State fans on Twitter. Weird. Uh, they thought Shocker. that I 
was not appreciative <laughs> enough of uh, Bruce Weber. So I'm going to work on that. Hey, it's okay, Kelly. And CT bets. I mean, we're bringing up Baylor here. Um, I think we got Clay Travis coming on in just a minute. But um, any quick thoughts on on betting the Bears or uh, what? Maybe looking to bet them under with that uh, solid defense. You know what's kind of crazy? I I almost bet K State last night because uh, I I found out that Akinjo James Akinjo wasn't going to play. He's kind of been hurt and been out, questionable every single game. Plays a game, misses a game. Um, he's their best player, but. Drew Martin bets Baylor's my number two team in the country. Gonzaga's my one. This Baylor team is, I shouldn't say they're just as good as last year. They're not, but this team's been on fire. They had two hiccups a couple weeks ago with Tech and Oklahoma State. They've ripped off three in a row. This team could play with anybody, and I expect them to be there right until the end there. I mean, they have Cryer, um, Akinjo, uh, JTT. All these guys have stepped up big. Adam Flagler, he's an absolute assassin from the deep ball. So expect Baylor to be there right until the end again. Good stuff. Big 12 breakdown, Baylor and Kansas State. Guys, we got uh, our guest line coming up. And like always, we are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva, coming to a state near you. You can also order it, vivatequilaseltzer.com. Viva, our belief is to live long, live well, live it up hashtag viva up a guy that is living it up and doing very well with his life clay travis from outkick.com at clay and buck fox bet live just to name a few he knows his sports betting knows his stock market he knows his politics he knows a lot about a lot guys welcome in clay happy to have you hey i appreciate you guys having me um yeah, I like to think that I know a little bit about a lot, uh, although a lot of people would say that that is completely uh, untrue and that they wish that I was dead. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am, at least for the moment, still alive. Yeah, I hate Clay Travis. I'm seeing that at the top of your Twitter, man. It's always fun, funny to see you uh, kind of retweet what people send you. One, one of them today was uh, pretty hilarious, man. He kind of came after you a little bit. But it's cool that you play around like that. I, were you always like that, even early in your career, or did it kind of get to you? Hit your, hit, your, hit your heart, if you will. I just never have cared what anybody thought about me. Uh, and that's not from a professional perspective. Um, that's since I was, you know, 14 or 15 years old. Uh, so, I mean, I shouldn't say anybody. I mean, I care what my wife and my three kids think. Uh, people that I'm responsible for. People that I'm around all day, every day. Uh, but I don't really care what, I mean, I don't really care what anybody that I certainly don't know thinks about me. And, uh, and in my public career, whether it's writing, radio, or TV, I don't know what benefit you gain from worrying about somebody's opinion of you. You know, if you're going to sit down in front of an empty computer screen and write what you think, or you're going to sit down in front of a mic, or you're going to sit down in front of a camera and say what you think on a daily basis, I think you're going to be really bad at it, at least in my experience. If you're concerned about how people are going to react to what you say, you're also probably not going to be very honest. And so uh, I'm confident with my opinions. If people disagree, it doesn't bother me. That's their right, too. Uh, and, uh, and, and you know, I think I have the best job in America in general. I love my radio show. Uh, I, I love being able to run out kick. Uh, I love to gamble on sports. I, I just I, I I've known Kelly for a long time. I think she could speak to the fact that I've pretty much been the same person since she met me. Um, and uh, I, uh, I, I just, I really do think I've got the best job in America. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you and Kelly are uh, good friends. So Kelly, I'll throw it over to you. Yeah. I mean, absolutely hilarious. I was drinking a couple of Vivas yesterday with my dad. You guys were like, Hey, uh, we didn't get a guest for Wednesday. And somebody texts 
ask Clay Travis. And I'm thinking, Clay's got way too many things going on. He is way too important uh, to come on the show. But I was like, ah, hit that send button. You know, sometimes alcohol do that. Just hit that send button, whether it's a tweet or a text or whatever. And uh, Clay said, sure, I'm going to come on. I've known him since uh, March Madness now seven years ago. So really awesome. Got to uh, do a show with Fox with him and uh, Todd Furman and uh, Andy Roddick. And it was a That's great right. time. We all went out and uh, we've just been friends ever since. He's always been super cool. But I know Drew's got some fun questions from you as far as like a political betting standpoint. And I thought this was absolutely genius because I haven't even looked into it yet. Uh, but I, I want to get Clay's take because it's super important. Yeah, fire away. Sure. Okay. Well, Clay, yeah, I guess I could just kind of hammer off these questions at you. Um, Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, if they run run against each other for the Repub Republican nominee, who do you think wins that? Any thoughts on that? I don't think DeSantis will run against Trump. So DeSantis is the governor of Florida. He's going to win an overwhelming reelection in 2022. Uh, and I think based on everybody that I talked to, Trump is going to run in 24. Uh, if they did go head to head, it would be absolutely fascinating um, to see what would happen. But I think Trump is going to be the nominee in 2024 with the caveat of he's not super young. Right. So things can happen. You can decide that you're not as healthy as you would hoped. Uh, lots of different angles there. Uh, but I think Trump is going to uh, run in 24 and I think he'll be the nominee for the Republicans. So, Clay, I got to interject here. More importantly. Uh, I've been talking, you know, a little bit of about things as far as political 2024 goes. Do you think that DeSantis is worth a little, maybe a little sprinkle at that six to one nod? Or are you thinking it doesn't matter whether Trump's back in, it's another Republican nominee, he's just very content in Florida? If Trump didn't run, I think DeSantis would be the nominee. So, but it's six to one. Uh, I think you could have gotten him at like 24 to one a year ago yes. or something, if I remember correctly. I don't know that you're getting great value on him at six to one. Um, and there's actually kind of a fascinating question because my contention had been, hey, Trump, if he's the nominee and then DeSantis as the VP. But because they're now technically residents of the same state, that could be a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a wrinkle there. But, uh, you know, DeSantis, I think, is being smart because. You never talk about the job that you want after the job that you've got right now, especially in politics. So he needs to run. I'm sure that one of the attack angles that Democrats will use on him in 2022 is that he's going to run for president. So you need to pick a governor, not a president uh, in Florida. And frankly, I was in Florida last weekend. I know you spend a lot of time in, in Florida, Kelly. Uh, I've got a place down there. I spend a lot of time, too. Uh, and a lot of people in Florida don't want Ron DeSantis to run for president because they don't want to lose him as governor. That's how popular he is in Florida right now with so many people who've moved in. It's the, I believe the number one state in terms of gaining residents from other states uh, over the past couple of years because so many people want their kids in school and want to be as close to normalcy as they can. Yeah, Drew Martin Betts, also a Florida resident. Uh, pretty <laughs> funny. So the next question is, when are you going to become a full-time Florida resident? So my, well, I'm in Nashville, uh, and I've got three boys that are uh, that are in school here right now. I've got an eighth grader, a fifth grader, and a first grader. Um, so I think they'll probably fin finish school. Uh, I've got a place in Florida. We're building a new place in Florida. My wife doesn't believe it's true, 
Uh, but I tell her at some point, I'm just going to take my cell phone, throw it into the ocean uh, from the beach down there and not be reachable for a couple of years. Uh, definitely going to be building in the new place a studio uh, to allow me to go down to Florida for months at a time if I want to, to be able to work from there or Nashville just as easy. So at some point I might be a full-time Florida resident, but the boys have to graduate from uh, at least high school first. So that's a decade away. Oh, that's too long, Clay. You got to get down here to the, the Sunshine State, man. Yeah. No, no, time. no. Good yeah. stuff, Clay. Like, and I agree with what you were saying. With uh, I, I was just at a wedding with a bunch of my friends, and I, I was asking about Ron DeSantis because I haven't been down back down here for too long. And you're right. Everybody was like, I don't know if we want him to run. We want him to be governor. So that's good stuff. I, I, about 10 of my friends said the same thing. We got to get CT Betts in here. I know that he had a, uh, a question for you, Clay. So uh, CT, take Am it I, away. Do man. I look like, by the way, do I need to change my angle as my lighting? I'm just sitting here uh, uh, as I get ready to go pick up my You're kids good. for basketball practice. Uh, but if it's okay, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm in good shape. Yeah, no, you, you look perfect, Clay, and uh, it's good to see you again. Thanks for coming on here. I had a question that uh, I'm going to leave for two, I'll give it two seconds here, but I wanted to touch on Ryan Tannehill because I came on here last week, and this was kind of like my handicap on the, the Bengals game, right, the Bengals-Tennessee game. I said I'm going to take the quarterback who I think is more capable of not making a mistake, and that was Joe Burrow. And then when the line went to three and a half, I just said, listen, I'm going to take the Bengals. Adam Trigger was taking the Bengals as well. Tannehill just ha has proven time and time again to just puke all over himself. And I'm sorry, I, I hate to bring it up because I know you were tweeting about it. I know you're a fan, but I just wanted to get your take on Tannehill and what a shit show he's been down there. So I'm 42 uh, and I couldn't sleep on Saturday night. I was at the game. Uh, I'm way too old uh, to not be able to sleep over things that I can't control. But that's how furious I was about his performance in general. I mean, he was an embarrassment. Uh, if the Titans just come out and run the ball every play of the game, I, I feel like they probably win. If he throws yeah. two interceptions instead of three interceptions, they probably win. And uh, it's just, it's incredibly frustrating. I think he burned a lot of relationships from fans, uh, probably in the Titans administration, players, uh, because how do you trot this guy back out next year when everything was set up perfectly? Look, if the Titans had beaten the Bengals, which they should have done, uh, it's one thing to lose. It's another thing to lose when you just trip all over your own dick, right? I mean, and just totally fail. Uh, but to me, when you actually look at it, Beat the Bengals, and if you lose to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, so be it. I've been to every Titans home playoff game in existence, right? Going all the way back to 1999, the Music City Miracle. The Titans have had three opportunities to be the one seed and host the AFC Championship game. They had to beat the Ravens, they had to beat the Ravens, and they had to beat the Bengals. They've lost all three, and they lost all three as the favorite. So the line actually got out to four. Um, and uh, the whole fourth quarter was just a shit show. I'm still furious about it. I don't know how you send Tannehill back out as the representative for the Titans next year because I think Tannehill, based on I think I can do the numbers off the top of my head, he's been in five playoff games with the Titans. He's averaged 150.8 yards passing, uh, 1.4 touchdowns versus one interception. Uh, they have averaged in the last two home playoff games, losses to the Ravens and losses to the Bengals, uh, they scored 13 and 16. That's an average of 14 and a half points. 
And in all five of those playoff games, the offense has averaged scoring 19 points. Uh, this is not a guy who is going to get you past Mahomes, Burrow, uh, uh, certainly Josh Allen. Uh, you can analyze Justin Herbert that's going to be getting better and better. We'll see what happens with Lamar going forward. The AFC is stocked with a lot of good young quarterbacks. Tannehill's going to be 34. I feel like you're wasting Derrick Henry. You're wasting this defense, which has gotten really good uh, on a subpar quarterback. You have to find a way to rectify it. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. They should have absolutely won that game. And, and I didn't mean to bring bring that up. I was just saying, <laughs> I've been saying Ryan Tannehill is just absolutely terrible for the past three, four years. And them passing on, on um, Tom Brady was just ridiculous. I think they should have absolutely paid him. And I, hopefully I agree I with agree. You, what you were saying the other day. With pay Aaron Rodgers, he would fit perfect. Do whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers here. I would like, I would like to throw you. my name in the hat. The Broncos need Aaron Rodgers more, please, and thank you. <laughs> the difference is if I'm Aaron Rodgers, you can come to the, the Titans just as an example. The Jags are going to stink for a while. Texans are going to stink for a while. And I'm not sold on Carson Wentz making a difference for the Colts, right? Whereas if you go to Denver, and I understand Bronco fans want him there, like Kelly, you've got to deal with Justin Herbert, who's a stud, and even worse than that, Patrick Mahomes. We don't know what the Raiders are going to do with Derek Carr, but I can't see Aaron Rodgers leaving, getting to play against the Bears, the Lions, and uh, and uh, the uh, who else? Uh, the Vikings, Vikings every year in the NFC North in order to transfer to maybe what would then be the toughest division in sports, maybe even tougher than the NFC West. No, I'm with you, Clay. Plus, no sales tax, or excuse me, state tax in uh, Tennessee. I'm sure when you're Amen. making multi millions of dollars like uh, Aaron Rodgers, that helps. Clay, I Absolutely. have one Clay. more here for you. Sorry, Drew. Yeah, I yeah, get it. No, get it. From from your bi your biggest fan, who is my mother, Val Thurston, <laughs> who is a a girl, good girlfriend with Kelly. Got phenomenal taste. I love her already. <laughs> she lives in Florida in the Sunshine State. She watches you every day. She wanted me to make sure she told you she watched you on Fox and Friends this morning. And her question is, is the overtime, is the OT and overtime a, a fair rule? And there are there any other changes if you were commissioner, which I think you should be, and Val says that you would be an unbelievable <laughs> NFL commercial, and she votes for you that you would make if you were commissioner. So I like college football's playoff scenario better. But if I were in charge of the NFL playoff uh, situation, what I would do is, and again, thanks to your mom for having great taste, uh, I would add a 15-minute end-of-game uh, full, basically, quarter, right? So that way the coin flip still matters, but you bring into play time situations. Uh, you have a lot different going on there. And if you still end up with a tie, you can play another 15 minutes. And I understand people would be uh, nervous about that, uh, but you got to figure out a way, I think, to give as much fairness as you can. Now, in particular, for Bills fans out there, I would be far less focused personally on what happened in overtime and far more angry about what happened in the final 13 seconds of that game because that's where they lost the game. You know, the, the Kansas City Chiefs tried to get this rule changed after they lost the coin toss to Tom Brady. Uh, most of the time, I don't think it matters as much. I think that the percentages are that whoever wins the coin toss wins like 52% of the time in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's the data on it. So it's not a wildly unfair scenario, but I do think it's particularly noticeably unfair when you have two quarterbacks playing that well 
And I don't think there are very many Kansas City Chiefs fans out there that if the Bills had won that coin toss, would have said, oh, I feel great about our defense getting a stop here and us getting the ball back. And they would be furious then because they'd be pointing to a loss against Brady and a loss against Allen. But again, I come back to the 13 seconds. Control what you can control. You can't let them go 44 yards in nine seconds, kick a field goal to put the game into overtime tied at 36. He's Clay Travis. You're listening to the Hustle Show podcast. Yeah. That would be good, yeah. I will, and and that's what that's what Val's saying. Uh, it, it would be good to have yeah. you there, Clay. Uh, some some good ideas. And guys, we got Clay Travis just for a couple more minutes. Feel free to fire out any questions here in the YouTube chat box. Clay, um, got one for you. The anonymous mailbag, which guys, if if you haven't read it, I get it in my email uh, what once a week. Clay, it's great <laughs> stuff. Um, what what's some of your favorite anonymous mailbag questions, man? Oh, I mean, we get so many. So I've been doing, I I started doing a Friday mailbag, like, I don't know, 15 years ago when I was writing online. And I noticed that people would sometimes write in and and they would say, hey, please don't use my name. And it's like, you know, I was just saying, hey, Bill writes in or whatever it is, right? Whatever their first name is in the email. And whenever they would say, please don't use my name, they would be amazing questions. And so, uh, I don't know, probably, I don't know how many years it's been now. I've been doing the anonymous mailbag. I started saying, hey, I'll answer any question that you have under the sun on any issue. Uh, You just write it to me at the anonymous mailbag. And so I'll review these. If I read it and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. I immediately flag it and pass it along. I mean, we've had so many, I mean, literally, I feel like I've answered almost every question under the sun. Uh, the one mm-hmm. thing that I wish we had done that we haven't, you didn't ask me, I, I can't remember like any one specific question, but I wish we had thought when I started it to archive all of them by question so that you could go in on the site and see, I mean, at this point, hundreds and hundreds, maybe even into the thousands, I don't know, questions that have been answered because you could just click on it and be like, oh, this has already been answered, asked and answered, whatever else. I wish we had collated all of them because I know it's been hundreds of thousands of words for sure that we've written. And it's just, it's amazing how popular that thing is. As soon as I pop it out, uh, the traffic comes soaring in. Uh, and I like to think we entertain people, but also, uh, you know, resolve a lot of different issues out there that people might be thinking themselves about, but not be talking about. And I, I hear from people all the time, uh, you know, husbands and wives, athletes uh, that love reading it. Um, it's one of the first things that comes up. It used to be uh, Game of Thrones, you know, like the Game of Thrones review was one of the most popular things we've done. People want to talk about gambling picks. They want to talk about Game of Thrones and they want to talk about the anonymous mailbag. Those are the top three things if I'm out in a bar uh, and people come up to talk about what we do. And, and Clay, f- f- follow up to that. How long does it take you to write? Because sometimes I'll read it and I'll be like, man, how long is he spending writing this? Because it's not only the thoughts, but just, you, you know, you're a pretty talented writer. And also plug it. Like, w- where can people find this to sign up to uh, to, to read it? You go to outkick.com. It goes up every Tuesday. Um, you know, it, it, it usually takes me a couple hours to write, uh, you know, I would say on average. Uh, now that I've got the new radio show, which is on noon to three, Sometimes it goes up in the afternoon because I don't have enough time to get it done. I got to get the kids to school. Uh, I've got to prep for my radio show. I didn't like getting up at 4.15 or 4.30 in the morning for my uh, East Coast AM show from Central Time Zone, 5 to 8 a.m. But when I was done at 8 a.m., I had more time before noon to write. Now the mornings are kind of like a sprint to get ready for 
that radio show. And I have more free time now, typically in the evenings for the kids, which is good, but the mornings are crazy. <laughs> and Clay, we do have a question here um, in the chat box from uh, Keith. Clay, will you give a best bet? And if it hits, will you do a uh, hula dance uh, tomorrow? <laughs> uh, I uh, uh, Tomorrow? I don't have a best bet tonight. Uh, although I might take, well, I might take, has that game already started, I think, right? The Florida-Tennessee game is already uh, tipped yeah, off. Yeah, happy hour um, The weekend, for the weekend, uh, I, I like the Rams to handle the 49ers. Um, and uh, I also... Uh, like the Chiefs to uh, to handle the uh, to, to handle the Bengals, so uh, I think it's going to be a Rams uh, and Chiefs Super Bowl out in LA in a couple of weeks. Clay, I know you're a busy guy, like Kelly said. Uh, Kelly, CT, you guys got anything else before we? Uh... No, Clay, I'm so oh. happy for Clay. I appreciate him coming on. Like I said, he's been a good friend for a long time. Uh, took good care of me and CT on the Fox bus. Uh, at the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. So yeah. always, always great to see him. Tell Glad your dad I said hi. Week. He is fantastic. And yeah, it's wild to think about. We were doing a show. I think it was the first show that had ever originated live on television, cable or broadcast from inside of a, uh, of, of a sports book during March Madness. Uh, I guess it was seven years ago. Like you said, Kelly, it was awesome fun. Uh, congrats on all the great stuff uh, you've been having going on. Good to see you again, Drew. Uh, nice to meet you guys. And uh, CT, tell your mom that, uh, that I appreciate the fact that she has perfect taste. <laughs> I will. Absolutely, Clay. We appreciate you coming on. And thanks for having Kel and I down uh, at the World's Largest Cocktail Party. That was awesome. Yeah, for sure. That was awesome. It's always an incredible event if people haven't come uh, to Jacksonville to experience that. It is a phenomenal time. See y'all. He's Clay Travis. Check him out at outkick.com. Clay and Buck, Fox Bet Live, just to name a few. Good stuff there, guys. Uh, Kelly, thanks for thanks for the hook. I know you've known Clay for 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 a while. I mean, is that is that how he is in like real life? Kind of just putting it all out there, you know, let, let you know your <laughs> he's, thoughts. He's hilarious. And he I forgot. I didn't forget. I just forgot that he also met my dad that day, uh, yeah. as well as some of my dad's friends, and they were just so enamored that I knew Clay Travis and I, yeah, I have to remember what a big celebrity some of my friends really are. And he's he's always been awesome. And it just was funny because I was like, ah, I'll just ask. And if, what's the, my motto always is, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Someone's going to say no, you you can't do that. And uh, no is also my least favorite word. So uh, I didn't get said to me. And I said, okay, Clay, we'll see you tomorrow night at 6.15 Eastern. And uh, it was awesome to have him come on. Talk, talk a little bit uh, about Tannehill tripping over his dick. I almost, I literally <laughs> was... Whenever somebody else is on the screen, like I'll mute myself, take a drink, do whatever. And I almost spit all over my computer. So I'm really glad that didn't happen and that I muted myself. But we got to get to talking to Adam because his head is going to explode. He didn't get to say anything for freaking 20 minutes. Kel, Kel says, Kel texts me. She's like, why do you look so angry? I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm, I'm just hanging out over here. Like, I'm trying to make sure. You know, I mean, listen, guys. I'm like, is he okay? But I also sometimes when I'm I'm the one not talking, sometimes I have other browsers open and I'm like, let me look at, let me check the score. Or let me look on Ken Palm or whatever I'm yeah, doing. Listen, like, I'm still, I'm still a, a sports better. Like first, foremost, like the o only thing I really do. So it's 640 on a Wednesday. Like I, I gotta be making sure I'm not missing any, like something could pop late. I might need to bet it. Like, so, you know, don't, don't worry about me over here. I'm all right. Hanging out. I got to get it. I got to get mixed a smile in apparently every once in a while. I have like a resting bitch face or something. Like, I don't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> resting I didn't bitch know that until just yes. now. 
didn't know that till just now. I thought I was good, but you know, down here in the bottom corner, not smiling, according to Kel. She's texted me while we're, while Kel, we're I'm, over I'm here I'm trying to, to read. You, I'm about to put you in another bad mood, Kel, because this is why you and I can't stand college hoops. But uh, Jay Buff posted on our hustle um, thread here that he just read that Bryce Williams for Oklahoma State is out tonight due to a leg injury. It's just so dumb. I, I just, yeah. So dumb. I'm just, I, this is I just, why? I understand, right. at least in, in a, like, Ski Profit over at Wager Talk, you guys all know who he is. We always joke that I'm in his living room or whatever uh, whenever we do the Saturday show. But it's true. He and I text all the time. Ariel texts. She'll share some of his stuff in our group as well. And it is mind-boggling to me that college basketball and NBA are so different in terms of reporting injuries. The game starts in what? 20 minutes? I got to yeah. look. Not even. Or in, in an hour and 20 minutes. Hour and 20 minutes. All right, but so, you're, you're right on the, on the NBA thing. We get that information in two seconds. So And college Well, and it's, it's also just, usually so there's an injury report listed, right? At least I can have like a – like same thing with NFL. Same thing with college and football. At least I can have a question mark next to somebody's name. At least I can add that to my handicap. Uh, hey, this person's probable. They practiced or they did not practice. Like, you know what I mean? And, and uh, okay, I'm done. Rant See, over. now I'll nope. just, I, I got to add something here though. I don't think he's like, I don't know that he's going to like move the number a ton though. Like, I don't, I don't really think that your Oklahoma State bet is like, I mean, certainly we know bets aren't dead. Like CT cash for Minnesota over the weekend, yeah, and that moved. Yeah. It oh yeah, I wasn't saying. I, I, wasn't I don't saying think it was Bryce Williams. Yeah, I don't think Bryce Williams is moving that number much, if at all. So I, I wouldn't really worry about that all that much. Some some do matter, some don't. In the in my opinion, this is one where I think it's more noise than anything. That's just my opinion. Well, and, and it's, like it's to a greater point almost. Like Kelly, you would know about this. You know, some of the sites out there that follow the injuries in it, 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 they're just off in college basketball a lot. Like sometimes they'll be like, he's out and he's sitting there playing. When you turn the game on, you're like, what's going on here? So I, it, you almost can't trust some of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't necessarily, I wouldn't say I, I use any certain sites in particular. I try to like use Twitter beat writers or some great followers yeah. usually. There's a couple of telegram channels that you can add, but it doesn't, you can't take it for the gospel. You got to also go double check on your right. own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good way to put it. You can't take it for the gospel because I can't tell you how many times guys, like it's been like, oh, he's out or, or, you know, he's, he's things of that nature. And it's just, uh, it's just wrong, but Hey, it is what it is guys. So like Kelly's saying, you know, it's always good to double check, maybe uh, find the beat writer of that team. A lot of the bigger schools have two or three beat writers, just kind of cross check them there. And that's a good way to go about it. But guys, we do have two segments left here. We got best bets coming up. Reminder, we are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva Tequila Seltzer, refreshing and drinkable hard seltzer, 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, 4.5% ABV. Perfect drink for your post-game or pre-game celebrations. We got uh, Wally's Corner coming up, followed by Trig Hoop Segment and Best Bets. So uh, CT Bets, I'll throw it over to you for Wally's Corner. Yeah, Wally, uh, Pat, Pastor Pat couldn't make it tonight. So uh, <laughs> I'll go to you, Trig, and um, can we get a record here after his horrible performance last week yeah listen he he's been rolling so good you know he was kind of due for a uh a week like this unfortunately um he's been hitting in the high 50 percent all season even with the zero and four he's still 67 51 and three 
which is 56.8% on the football season, which, which really is an outstanding season. I mean, you're not, you know, long-term, like 50, high 50% is, is, you know, if you're well, if you're documented in high 50%, 50% range long-term, you're doing a great job. Uh, so yeah. Uh, but like I said, in the past, He's tend to he tends to bounce back after the really bad week, so I'm interested to see what he's on here. All right, well he's uh, he gave us two here, and they're both uh, in championship weekend on Sunday, and he's going to first to the AFC Championship number three twenty one three twenty two Bengals at Chiefs. They played the under under fifty four and a half under fifty five, and I think it still sits at fifty four and a half right now, if I'm not mistaken. So play on the under in the AFC Championship. Next one, NFC Championship, number 323-324. They bet the Rams, minus three. It's ticked up to minus three and a half. As of recently, just of yesterday, Rams took some money. Um, he says he thinks it's going to come back down to three. I think that as well. Um, but those are two. Hopefully, while he goes 2-0, and play on the under in the AFC Championship. Play on the Rams in the NFC Championship. Good stuff, CT bets. Trig, what do we got for hoop segment real quick before best bets? Yeah, so I'm I'll lead right into best bets, Drew, because the okay. play I'm gonna give out here is actually gonna be my best bet. I just want to clarify something I just said quick uh regarding Bryce Williams. Listen, uh Kel said it's off the board. I see I see it popping back up at, at three. three. So maybe maybe a half point move. What I meant, what I meant by the last comment was it, it I guess it's relevant because he is their leading scorer. But you have to, like, look at, like, he, he averages, like, 10 points a game. Like, most of the guys on that Oklahoma team score between, like, seven, 6 to 10 points a game. They're actually probably deeper than most teams. They're really not all that reliant on him. So, I guess it's, it's not a deal breaker like some of uh, other teams' leading scores being out. I guess that's really what I, I meant by that. Like, I wouldn't just, because he's out, I wouldn't just say, oh, I can't bet Oklahoma State tonight. I still actually probably think they're the right side. Um, I'll lead into best bets uh, because my the the group the group that I'm going to give out the play is actually the play that I like the most tonight in college basketball. So uh, this is from the Sharp Group. They went two and zero last week. If you if you follow me at Wager Talk, I, uh, I I follow some of their plays from time to time. They've been pretty good. And, and so tonight, this group is this is a, a Drew Martin degenerate special here. I think it's a 10 p.m. game, West Coast. Uh, they are on Cal Baptist. Uh, they, they played it at plus one, and I believe this has uh, done something that I love to see, uh, something I like to bet for you know when I can, uh, the game that crosses over the zero and goes from a, an underdog to a favorite. And that's what we have here, I think, because I, I right, right before I came on the show, I saw a couple picks. Other than that, pretty much minus one everywhere now on the Cal Baptist side. Uh, just real quick, Sam Houston State is on a ridiculous winning streak right now. They've won a couple games as big dogs, and I, I have them pretty uh, massively overvalued at this point. Uh, and they're also not very good on the road. Cal Baptist, you know, we talk home road dichotomy all the time. Uh, they're really good at home. I think they're 11 and 2 at home. Uh, they score at home. Sam Houston really relies on the three. They're a, they're they're a horrendous free throw shooting team, arguably the worst in the country. Uh, They've needed threes to, to go on this little recent winning streak. They tend to not shoot it as well on the road. So 
The Sharp Group played this, and I agree with it. I'm going to give it for my best bet. Cal Baptist out in the Big West late night tonight, plus one. The Lancers, Drew, getting it done tonight. I'm jumping on that. I need something to watch late night tonight. Thanks for that, Trey. Good Trey Hoop segment. We got best bets coming up, guys. I'll start us off here. 8 p.m. Eastern in the Big 12, arguably the best basketball conference in the country espn2 west virginia hosting oklahoma oklahoma's one and three on the road guys i'm not looking to bet the sooners outside of norman they've also had uh four straight unders but i'm going after this from a side perspective oklahoma's lost four straight five of their last six west virginia's also lost three straight so something's got to give here the thing that i do think gives is this Oklahoma offense and turning the ball over. They're one of the worst in the country in turnovers. And now they're going up against that Bob Huggins defense, you know, not the full court press, but they'll, they'll, they'll pressure your guards kind of the whole court here. I think that uh, backfires against the Sooners. I'll take West Virginia at home minus two looking at the wager talk odds screen. There are some books at minus two and a half guys. So make sure to shop around. That could be an important, an important, hook on the two but overall i'm taking west virginia minus two for my best bet on the hustle kelly stewart on twitter at kelly in vegas kelly what do you got for best bets and any final thoughts for the show yeah i gave out uh the two plays today in college basketball oklahoma state minus three and a half georgia tech plus five and a half i like both of those just remember um if you guys didn't see the tweet which i've tweeted a couple times those are only one unit plays i know a lot of people are like can you do the dog money line parlay i i I've got to spend some more time on Friday nights more than anything trying to find one. And unfortunately, I can't get it to the Barstool Sportsbook enough for it to be a premium. But I'll do my best and see if I can't come up with something. But as far as shelf life goes, videos go, stuff like that, it's just an unfortunate thing that I'll I'll do my best. But I'm going to give you guys a play in championship weekend. And I hate to go against Wally's Corner again, uh, but I'm going to do it. And I'm going to take the 49ers plus three and a half. I obviously missed the great number of four. Uh, and this is kind of along those same lines as college basketball. This is a one-unit play. This is championship weekend. The lines are tight. I think they're tight for a reason, but I do think that the 49ers can win this game. Now, bottom line is we all saw what happened in Green Bay. I think everybody's going to say Jimmy Garoppolo and that offense sucks. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers choked, whatever it is. Special teams, blame Green Bay. But bottom line, that Niners defense came to play. And not only did they limit the MVP winner from last year to just 225 passing yards and no touchdowns, uh, man, six-point underdogs. I'm looking at them here. I was on the Rams uh, in a teaser last week, absolutely no sweat. And I was on the 49ers the last time these two met. If you guys remember, Rams had a 17-point lead. Thank God I was out of pocket because I would have been losing my mind. That was my best bet for that week. But, look, I think on paper we all know L.A. has the better team. They've got a great defense. They've got the star-studded lineup. But San Fran has had their number. And I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go toe-to-toe with Matt Stafford in some sort of shootout. I think it's an under-type game. I'm going to take the better defense plus the points here and uh, hope that maybe it's in the back of L.A.'s mind, maybe a little mind fuck, if you will, that they can't beat the Niners and uh, Niners can somehow squeak out a W, but give me the three and a half. Three and a half across the board. Kelly, good stuff. Better defense plus the points. An important hook there on the three. Kelly, also you bring up Friday night. You know, um, just real quickly here. I mean, betting college basketball with over 100 games on Saturday, it's so important for a sports better, you know, to, to really do your work on Friday night. I totally agree with you there, Kelly. No, and I do. I do work on Friday night. But the problem is, is now I find myself, and we said this on Saturday show, just waiting. 
treading water. And sometimes you miss those great numbers. And uh, sometimes you get a better number by waiting. It just kind of depends, especially with some of those dogs uh, that I'm looking to win outright. It is a lot harder for these college basketball dogs to win outright on the road. And I was making that mistake early on with taking some of these road dogs. And it's just not the case. College basketball uh, arenas are just rocking and rolling this year, yeah. at least for some of these better teams. And uh, we're not really seeing uh, a couple of the favorites that I was been playing be able to keep their foot on the gas. KU the other night, prime example, I'm sitting there watching the game with my dad. And he goes, "Why would you bet KU?" I go, "Dad, I laid seven. They're up ten. Calm down. They're gonna. This is where this is where they press, and that's exactly what they didn't do. Allowed Texas Tech back in. So uh, I've just got to be more selective. Keep my uh, games limited and. Unfortunately, I got to wait till Saturday to put them out because what if somebody tests positive for COVID on Friday night? I mean, this is the life that we're living these days. Absolutely. Great points there from Kelly in Vegas. Follow her on Twitter at Kelly in Vegas, Barstool Sportsbooks. Also bet on it on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. CT Bet 16. Next up here, Chris Thurston. What do you got for best bets, buddy? Yeah, I'm going to the NFC Championship game again. And like Kelly said, this is championship weekend. There's only two games left. I'm not crazy about any of these games, either one of these games, but obviously doing the shows, we got to pick, pick a best bet. And Kelly's right. The stats against uh, the, the Rams are not good in this game. Niners 6-0 and versus the Rams in their last six. Jimmy G 6-0 and versus the Rams career. Stafford 1-5 and versus the, the Niners in his career. And I think Shanahan is 7-3 and in his record. Uh, career versus the Rams as well. I am going to go against Kelly. Unfortunately, I, I don't like being in this spot here. I, I do like the Rams minus the points. Um, the Niners are back in the NFC Championship for the second time in the past three years. Um, after going into Lambeau last weekend and coming out with a with a great upset win over the Packers 13 to 10, Rams are back in the championship game for the second time in four years. After pretty much blowing, after blowing a 27-3 lead versus the Bucks, lucky to squeak that one out before having to go to the overtime. I have a play uh, pre-flop on the Rams to win the uh, the whole thing at 14 to one. So I'm going to be rooting for the Rams, and I'm not hedging here. Um, the Rams, the Niners have the Rams number. They they absolutely do. Kind of makes me like the uh, the Niners have had the Rams number. It makes me like the Rams a little bit more. I feel like McVay will not be brain dead and take a timeout again like he did last week versus the Bucks. That pretty much almost cost him the game. And I think that Stafford will be able to come out here and get the game done and not puke all over himself. Cur uh, interesting stat here. The Niners have played great football, and Kelly's absolutely right. They played great defense. It's insane that they're in this game. They've scored one offensive touchdown the whole playoffs. Pretty wild. Leave you with one final stat here that Kelly gave us prior to this season, teams have met three times in a season, just 24 times. The NFC championship will be the third time this year alone. This game, this Sunday, the home favorite has won this game straight up and against the spread this year in the wild card round. So I'm leaning with the Rams here and I'm going to lay the points courtesy. I guess I have to give out the three and a half because of the show, but I do think that line will tick down the three and uh, I'll look at the hop on that when it does. Okay, good stuff, CT. Uh, Trig, anything in closing here? Yeah, real quick before you wrap it up, uh, this rem CT just reminded me with the Rams that uh, we had a contest on Sunday. We have a contest winner. That winner needed to pick the right side of the Rams-Bucks game as well as get closest to the total. And we have another two-time contest winner joining Keith Landry, who won our uh, a contest for the second time last week. It's at Fat Crispy one 
on Twitter. I know he won one of our he won one of our other contests, uh, and I know he loves Viva, so he'll be fired up uh, to win that Viva this week. Uh, but yeah, uh, he he had Rams and he came closest to the total. Uh, so congrats to him, and uh, we'll try to get get another contest going this weekend. I know CT Betts loves these contests, loves giving away Viva, so we will uh, get another one going this weekend. It's easy to love, guys. I'm down to my last one. Remember when it used to fill up this back? Yeah, no longer. One more. Why haven't we said? We gotta get you some more down there, Drew. I mean, yeah, yeah. We should send Clay some Viva. Get it out there, and uh, hey, it is what it is, guys. It's it's going off the shelves, right? uh, CT. It's it's pretty easy to sell, man. Everyone loves it, Drew. I brought it to. party with Mallory's family this weekend and like they were just sitting around trying it like everyone loves this stuff it really is like awesome guys check it out viva tequila seltzer coming to a state near you you can order it on the website as well we flavored our tequila seltzer because flavor is the spice of life and we like our drinks with a kick just as we like to live our lives for kelly stewart chris thurston adam trigger i am drew martin guys we will be back Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, college basketball special. Come and join us. Best of luck with your bets.